Out Minute. I am your host, Gina Radcliffe, and my guest today is Alice Lauren. Welcome back, Alice. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, we are on Minute 42 of Ryan Johnson's Knives Out. Uh, we are still in the middle of Marta's interview with Benoit Blanc, uh, in which she is uh, basically uh, fibbing to Blanc about how much she knows about what happened to Harlan while thinking back to... Uh, Harlan's plan for how she is going to escape getting in trouble for accidentally giving him the wrong medication, which will lead to his very soon demise. Um, uh, we see he, he basically tells her to leave with her car so that the, uh, the property video camera catches her leaving, and then to hide the car and return to the house. Um, this has a, a Beautiful exterior shot of, of the house, which very much reminds me of the house in, in Clue and other classic Ooh, yeah. Um, Rocky murder mysteries. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a, it's a wonderful moment. Just you know, it's got a little bit of a haunted house feel to it. The lighting in this scene is just exquisite. I love it so much. Um, she uh, he instructs her to climb up a trellis outside the house and to not make any noise. Which, of course, she does. She, uh, her foot breaks a part of the trellis. She slips and cries out. Uh, this, of course, will prove to be important later. Um, Alice, do you have any thoughts on this scene? I just, you know, and I wanted to say in the last minute, but I knew that, you know, this would be more of going through the plan. And I just, I love this, this, I don't even know, filmmaking style where you, we watch Marta going through you know, each thing that she needs to do as it's being told to her, but also it's kind of in in real time. So you see her kind of like, oh, wait, you know, something just fell. I made some noise. Oh, you know, different, like, you, you definitely get some, some little mistakes. She doesn't pull off every element of the plan perfectly, but, I mean, obviously she does pretty well, but it's it's, it's really interesting to kind of see the differences between what Harlan tells her to do and... What actually happens? I, I do like uh, when she is. He tells her to climb up the trellis. Yeah, and and she says she looks kind of up at it. And she's like, "You got to be kidding me!" He's like, "I'm not kidding. Just do it." <laughs> it's like it's like it's almost like he's sort of like instructing her as she's going along too. Yeah. The the way the way it's you know filmed, he is both telling her in advance, and then she's sort of like hearing his voice as as she's going through everything that he has said. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just love that. It's like it's like I'm not kidding. Just do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's his voice in her head. I like, I mean, this is just a personal thing because I love dogs. And he was like, you know, the dogs, the dogs will know you, which I mean, that, you know, becomes something very important later. Um, so it's just very, <laughs> just seeing those dogs, best characters in the film. No, most underdeveloped characters at best characters in the film. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree with you there. I would agree with that. And I would agree with Grandma. I, Not, I, lo yeah. I love Grandma. That's already um, for Knives Out with dogs. 
<laughs> no, no, actually, do you know what I've heard of? I don't know. This is kind of off track as we're talking about Knives Out with dogs. Knives Out, but it's Muppets. Since Muppets have been everything else, right? I, I, I have actually, I've, with a friend, tried to cast that. Like, what would Knives Out be with their Muppets? And then which one would you keep? Would it be Blanc? Would it be the human? Or <laughs> Yeah, like, like you know, would, would Miss Piggy play Linda, Jamie Lee Curtis's character? Right, that's, right. that's pretty great. And would she still have the, the, like, long curly hair? Would she have, like, the, like, the very smart, like, short silver hair? Yeah. Because Jamie Lee Curtis, actually no, the grandma and the dogs aren't my favorite character. Jamie Lee Curtis's haircut in this movie <laughs> is is my favorite character. I I just you know the minute it comes on the screen, I'm like, yes, my god, that is perfect. That it's just like you know she's I, I I regrettably I do not get any Jamie Lee Curtis time in this. Well, very the very end of uh, our our last episode this week, we get a little, a little bit of Jamie Lee, and, and 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 that's that's good enough for now. But she's mm-hmm. so good in this, and and you know I I hope we get a, a Jamie Lee Curtis Renaissance after this, and and in the 2018 Halloween because she's so good in both of them in two completely different roles. Oh, that's right. You know her as like a, a scream queen. You know, for me, I'm like Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan and Activia commercial. Like yeah, and here she just she's just so icy cold, yeah. and, and and you know she's just you know yeah I could buy she might murder her father to get to get this money you know what I mean you know she just the way she's kind of like looking at people and she's kind of like you know always kind of smirking and it's like oh oh I love her character so much I love it love it um so. This sort of, you know, Knives Out was the, you know, the first murder mystery, certainly the first murder mystery comedy to come out in a pretty long time. Um, do you have any other, do you have any other favorites besides, uh, besides this one? Um, I'm trying to think, because I, I know, I think, I believe the, the movie that came out, I mean, everything feels recently, my gosh, what is time, but the murder on the Orient Express, I know I fell asleep. Too. I think I think I thought it was bad. Was that the the Kenneth Branagh one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm, 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 I'm gonna try it again. I think because who knows? I, I was in theaters. I like maybe I was just tired. I don't know. I think I I found it to be fairly boring, and that, that's why I fell asleep. And I don't know. I'm gonna revisit it, but that one. And um, have I heard was it Death on the Nile is coming out? I, I'll have to try both of those. Well, it was coming out, and then now they postponed it because I think they don't really know what to do about the fact that Army Hammer is is a star of it. Ooh. So, I, I, yeah, I think that they are trying to figure out where that is going and whether or not it's a good idea to release the movie with with him still in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, Hollywood. Always, always, always having to scramble around trying to figure That's out what to do true, it. Yeah, with a problematic, with a problematic actor, uh, of which there, which, of which there are none in the, of which there are none in this movie. Shockingly, everybody in this movie is, is you know, pretty, pretty, a pretty solid, upstanding person. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I thought I know Christopher Plummer just passed away, but I, for some reason, I thought there was some controversy or something. I think it was because during like Sound of Music, he was calling like the Sound of Mucus and. Well, yeah, I don't think he particularly. Andrews, but I don't think there was any like scandal or. Uh, no, you know. he he was basically he was regarded as a pretty pretty good person, like a pretty person to work with. There was no scandals about him mistreating women that I know of. You know, I mean, yeah. so you know, everybody everybody in this movie seems to be a pretty solid player. So that's good. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, Clue is a big one. I'm, I am right. sure that virtually every single person who's been on the show so far has mentioned you know, being a fan of Clue, because I feel like, uh, you know, obviously a lot of, you know, this has a lot of, you know, 
Clue's fingerprints on it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just saw that movie for the first time last summer at a drive-in. Like, I had... I, oh, like, wow, your first I'd time? I always to see it. Yeah, my first time. I mean, in, in high school, I believe I did, like, stage crew for, like, they did it as, like, a play. And so that oh, was, wow, that's awesome. Which, I mean, is obviously... High school in a little play is a bit, you know, different than the movie. Although I wondered, you know, what the differences would be. Still pretty cool. Um, but yeah, and then obviously, so I'd seen Knives Out first when it had come out, and then I just just seen Clue. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, this is a great genre. I mean, I'm kind of thinking um, what other comedy murder kind of things I've seen. I mean, the, well, I mean, Murder Mystery, which is the Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston movie on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's actually a pretty cool one. So, yeah, I would love to see more. I mean, Happy Time Murders, we can forget about. We're speaking about Muppets being in this. We didn't need Muppets for this. No, and we don't need, like, we don't need, like, Dirty Mouth Muppets either. Dirty Mouth Muppets, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm okay without the with without the dirty mouth Muppets. Yeah. Um, another movie I enjoy, although it hasn't really aged particularly well, is uh, from the seventies called Murder by Death, uh, which is basically um, another murder mystery comedy uh, in which all of the world's great detectives all get together to solve a crime together. So you've got like um, you've got uh, uh, the characters of the uh, the um, not the third man, the thin man, uh, Nick, and Nor- Nick and Nora Charles. Uh, you've uh-huh. got uh, Charlie Chan, who is regrettably played by a white actor. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's a that's a little that's a little hard to watch. Um, you've got uh, Peter Falk plays. He's supposed to be Sam Spade, but he comes off uh, very much like Columbo, which is great. Um, uh, but yeah, that that one is is pretty funny. It also. It seems like it has a lot of you know that that Ryan Johnson he was inspired with a lot of Knives Out uh, from that. Um, I think some others. Jesus, there's not a lot that are could also be considered comedies. Um, yeah, I, I guess Panther you, maybe the Pink Panther. I was just gonna say the Pink Panther movies generally could could fall under that. Yeah, I, I yeah. think it, it's a fun it's a fun genre. And I I don't it know is. why people don't do it more often. Mm-hmm. And considering, you know, how much money Knives Out made and how acclaimed it was, I don't know how there haven't been, like, you know, maybe possibly that, that you know, uh, coronavirus shutting down the film industry may have had something to do with that. I just don't know why there hasn't been, like, six more of these. Right. I mean, and, and I love comedy most, but, I mean, even if it was dramas, I mean, anything with all these super interesting twists or a huge twist at the end, I mean, just... Well, it's, it's, you know, probably also it is, it is hard to do well. Yeah. Um, you, you've got, like, this movie, you know, I don't want to, you know, resort to a cliche, but it does, you know, run like clockwork. Everything, every, like, clue that he kind of parcels out comes back around in the end. It, it you know, everything kind of falls together in a, in a really smart way. Where, where even to, 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 I mean, I don't, I've only seen it from beginning to end once or twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've watched it twice. Did you find that watching it the second time uh, was a different experience now that you knew who, who it was and what the twists were and all? Did you, were you kind of, or was it like, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen The Sixth Sense, but it's where you, where you start looking for the clues yourself. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I was I was looking for clues. I mean, yeah, definitely. When you know who the who the bad guy is or who the bad girl is, like you you definitely kind of can 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 zero in on these 
Well, I'm well, not not red herring. Whatever the opposite of red herring is, not not clues, but like um, false false leads. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess false leads. I read yeah. red herring is red herring would, yeah. would be right but, there. But, yeah. but, even, but even not false, even I was it in the last whatever minute. These minutes are blurring together. But about when when grandma was like ransom, is that you? You know, like that kind of like that because that comes back. You know, yeah, we're gonna to get to that in the next yeah. episode. Yeah, because yeah. that's that's the moment. Um, yeah. uh, I think that a, a lot of you, it, it, it takes it actually takes a lot of work to to do a mystery that doesn't treat the audience like idiots, mm-hmm. or or is also or or on the you know, the, the opposite end of that, you know, has a twist in the end that's just like what. You know, like... Yeah, exactly. You're like, I don't care. But then what about this loose end? What about this? What about... I mean, it was so striking to me, like, in the last minute when you said, oh, we're, you know, we're we're finally getting some answers. We're finally getting, you know, what what it could potentially be. And I was thinking, like, it is minute 41. Like, already we're, we're into the into the juicy part already into the you know here are the motives here is what really happened here's the truth maybe kind of sort of so fascinating right he he, he you know there's you know twists abound throughout this entire movie and that you know that's what makes it a, a, a smart and exciting watch but you've got like a lot of like uh you know particularly there was a spate in the 90s of, of thrillers in which you know somebody was committing murder and you know, it turned out to be, you know, a certain character's, you know, twin sister or, you know, a certain character's alternate personality. And it, and, and it's just, it, it's treating the, the audience like they're really, really dumb. And, and yeah. I think that this is a movie that Ryan Johnson wrote, you know, specifically for fans of murder mysteries. Yeah. For people who, you know, like doing, you you know, amateur detective work. I think he knew that the audience was going to be thinking to themselves while the movie's going on, well, what is the likelihood that it was this character? What is the likelihood that it was that character? And trying to figure out how to make it all make sense rather than, than having everything clearly spelled out to them or just coming out of left field with a twist that makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, this is this is really for the recent interest and obsession with true crime. I mean, true crime Oh, absolutely. 100%. You know, I can sit and watch Forensic Files or, you know, anything. So you really, you, you gotta make it not silly. Right, right. You, know, you have to be somewhat respectful and, and you know, like, like there was a recent, um, <clears throat> I don't know if you saw it on Netflix, a, uh, a documentary about a woman that disappeared in a hotel in San Francisco. I've heard of and, that. Yeah, it's a very weird case. Um, it's very spooky. But uh, part of the documentary was about how a lot of, you know, so-called online sleuths were, were trying to, you know, solve the case themselves. And, and it resulted basically in people who had nothing to do with getting harassed and getting accused of things they didn't do. And, and this, you know, it was sort of a, a you know, interesting indictment of that, community of people who you know think they have the deduction skills that it takes mm-hmm. to be a detective just going down these mad paths in the completely wrong direction mm-hmm. of you know trying to solve a crime um yeah. and i think that you know this movie is you know sort of you know for those fans and it's sort of not at the same time you know it, it, it's it's a very smart movie i just i mean i'm just in awe that Harlan felt that it would work, like, just that, 
Um, you know, she she can put on his what was it his nightgown and his his cabin gown, cabin gown, and like like he's like he's a dad in uh in the night before Christmas. Yes. <laughs> his little his little old man cap and gown is adorable. His old man cap and gown, I love. I, it. I, I don't know. I don't know that I. I don't know the episodes. I really love Christopher Plummer in this. He's he's like he he just he's you know for being a, a mean old man, he has this like oddly warm presence. Yeah. And 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 it's it's interesting because he played a lot of jerks in a lot of movies, and and here I don't know. He just like. You know, I, th- I think that he, you know, you know, he, you know, he realizes that you know most of his family is only around him for the money, and he, yeah. you know, it sort of sort of comes from, you know, there's a sort of sadness to to him, even though he's, he's you know kind of being you know a jerk to everybody, but but listen, I think that's I think that's why you know you, you know I, I do feel that his concern for Marta is genuine and not necessarily we we talked about this in the last episode I, I think that his concern for her is genuine and not necessarily I, I see where you're coming from but I, I don't think it's necessarily meant to be manipulative I do think he wants to help her he just being you know his typically sort of you know bossy I know everything you're going to listen yeah. to me sort of way yeah all right uh Alice uh where can we find you online yeah so my TikTok is at podcast pod, ugh, podcast socialite, and my Twitter is at pod socialite. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Alice Lauren. I use that probably the most. And yeah, I mean, we can we can definitely chat on movies. You can follow me, and yeah. And if you want to follow this particular podcast, uh, we're on Twitter under Knives Out Minute. Or uh, if you want to rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on your favorite podcaster, you can do that too. Um, Alice and I will be back tomorrow for Minute 43. Uh, Until then, goodbye!